Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Welcome back. I'm not sure if you're in anticipation of this, where we kind of left you hanging with the last episode. Someone pulling on the jewel while Lance was sleeping, and now he's just woken up. We'll get you right back into the story and listen to what happens next to Lance and Groove. Chapter 6, Alora's Mirror, from the battle over the Jewel of Laria story. Lance looked up, and it was Groove. What are you doing? he said. We've got to get going. Some close to Shek believe there is someone following us. We must go now, and hurry. We need to get to Alora as quickly as we can, before anyone gets to the Jewel. Okay. For a minute there, I thought you were taking the jewel. No, not I. I do not want anything to do with that jewel. Okay. Pack your things, and let's go. They quickly gathered all their things, and they made their way back to the circular room with the fireplace in the center. The fire was out now, and there was light coming through the windows. Shek was there, waiting for them to say his goodbyes. Sorry, old groove. I had to have a short stay. I was hoping we could... Maybe catch up a little bit this morning, but I know you've got to head out. I will send along a couple of my folks to follow shortly behind you to ensure no one catches right up to you. Thanks a lot, Shek. Tonight was very important. I appreciate you helping us out. I hope to see you again soon in better situation. Me too, old pal. I'm sure we'll catch up again sometime. It was nice to meet you too, Lance. Yeah, you too, Shaq. Thanks again. And they made their way outside of the hut and into the opening. It is light out, and Lance can see much more than he could the night before. And he confirmed that it was a mountain that he saw the night before in the distance. It was massive. But that's not where they were going to be heading. They were continuing on to some grasses, but up ahead there was a forest Groove led the way, and Lance followed behind, making their way through the tall grasses. Shortly after they left, a nose popped out of the grasses, sniffing, starting to follow behind, before any of Shek's folks headed out of the hut to follow them. As Lance and Groove walked, Lance told Groove about the dream he had the night before, right at the time when Groove grabbed him. Groove didn't believe it probably meant much, but they would keep an eye out on anybody following them. They made their way through the short forest and came out into some more grasses. They weren't on that very long before they came to a opening where there was a ridge and one large tree not too far down the ridge. They followed a dirt path down the ridge, and then they came to the tree. Look around. Is anybody following us? Um, I don't think so, but I'll check. Lance looked around every direction, and so did Groove. Groove walked around to the other side of the tree, and after a moment, he yelled out, Come on, Lance. Let's go. Lance followed him to the other side of the tree. Groove had opened up a secret doorway that led into the huge old tree. He quickly walked in and went down a set of stairs and closed the door behind I hope nobody was out there. I didn't see anybody, but who knows? Outside in the grass, 
with that nose poking out again, comes stepping out in his cloak, and he sent shivering squeals out. And then he disappeared back into the grasses. Inside the tree, the staircase spiraled down deep into the roots of the tree. The spiral itself looked as if it was rolled up into one of the roots. They went down many floors, winding around, and nothing but stairs in their way. Finally, they came down to a landing, and they were faced with a door. I believe Alora is inside, Groove said as he grabbed the handle of the door and then pushed it open. They walked inside. The room was pretty sizable. There was a tall man at the one end of the room with his back to them. There were also two other characters in the room. One of them was very short and stocky and was staring right at Groove as they walked in. The other creature looked like it had tentacles coming out of its head. It had a smashed-in-looking nose with black beady eyes and a purple cloak on. It was difficult to tell what this creature was. No one said anything, and then the tall man turned around to face them. Well, hello. Groove, it is good to see you. It's been a very long time. And who do you have with you? This is Lance. He was the one that Izod brought to Laria. Izod sent him into the treasure room, and he retrieved the jewel of Laria. But I was able to help him escape before Izod got his hands on it. Very well done, Groove. I'm glad that you've helped in our cause. Lance, may I see the jewel, please? Alora said, lifting up his hand through the red robe he was wearing, as if Lance was going to set it down in his hand. I guess, um, here it is, and he pulled it out of his pocket, and Alora looked at it. Yes, that is the jewel for sure. You are a very brave young man to be able to retrieve the jewel from Anvari and his little pup Ray. Very nicely done indeed. Thank you, but I didn't really want to do it. It was my only way out. I see. It's still brave indeed, and you are still alive to tell the story. Now Groove has helped you out, and we thank you for what you've done. Now the jewel can be placed in the careful ownership of the Magi of the Council again, for Izod would have done evil things with it. But how do I know I should trust you? I thought Izod was okay, and then I realized he wasn't one to be trusted. What makes you any different? Maybe you're another wizard that's trying to do evil in this land. Very understanding to not trust anyone at this point. You are in a foreign land, and you've met some that you don't trust now. Has Groove been worthy of your trust? Yes, he has. But that doesn't mean that he's not very good at lying. He could have taken it last night. This is true, but he didn't. But I'm still a little weary. Before I hand it over there, I think you need to have clarity on who you are and what you will do with this. As Groove has probably told you, I am Alora, one of the magi of this land, and I intend to continue to protect this land, and this jewel is an important part of that. 
if it is used in the wrong ways or destroyed, it could bring darkness to the land. So I do need this jewel to do the right things. You are not one that should be wielding it in your hands any longer. As this occurs, Lance turns away from Alora to think, and there's a mirror in front of him. It begins to draw him in. Alora and Gru were talking in the background, and he just doesn't pay much attention anymore to what they're saying. The mirror becomes black with darkness. It looks like it's a dark night outside. Dark clouds, dark sky. What is going on, thought Lance. How is a mirror changing? And then he sees a bird, a large bird, flying toward him, and it keeps getting larger as it gets closer. It appears to be a a man on it, riding the bird, coming closer and closer, and getting larger and larger. Lance walks closer to the mirror in the wall. He's intrigued. The others in the room watch Lance moving and realize something's not right and start to walk towards him, but it's too late. The bird takes a turn, and the hand of the one riding it reaches through the mirror and grabs the jewel from Lance's hands, and the bird and the man fly off with the jewel. Lance stares in shock. No! This concludes Chapter 6, Alora's Mirror. From the Battle Over the Jewel of Laria story. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out all of our episodes on our podcast and subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And don't forget to leave us a review. And as always, continue to listen to our next episode. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare. Available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.